Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hanging out here at the Sand Dollar Restaurant for the festivities of the 10-year celebration here. It's pretty cool, Scott. We are, uh, Jacksonville's been in the cruise industry and the cruise business for 10 years. You know, Doug, it's really great because Jacksonville, it's a great place to be in a lot of different ways. You got our cruise port, which brings in thousands, I mean hundreds of thousands of people a year. We just recently celebrated our 1 millionth passenger, what, a year or two ago. And it's not just people locally in Jacksonville, Doug. It's people from all across the country that come to Jacksonville to go on our Carnival Fascination. We're one of five cruise ports in Florida. What do you think makes Jacksonville uh, in the cruise terminal here so attractive, not just for Jacksonville residents, but for uh, guests all around? You know, Doug, it's the people. When you come to the cruise port, the people are friendly when you come on. You've got the great people there at the cruise port who are getting you checked in. You get on the ship, and the people on the Carnival Fascination, I'll tell you, I've been on a lot of cruises. The folks on the Carnival Fascination can't be beat. For someone who may be considering taking a cruise and has never really taken a cruise, would you recommend Jacksonville's a good uh, port to kind of get your feet wet? Absolutely. You know, I've been on the Fascination a lot. And I've always talked to people from Arizona and Arkansas and California. And the one thing they say, Doug, is that our airport is incredible. Uh, I remember when the uh, election was going on, Erin uh, Burnett from CNBC actually mentioned on her show how great our, our airport was. And she really enjoyed it. Very open, lots of things to do, even at the airport. But then it's like, what, 10, 15-minute ride from the airport to the cruise port. And then you're on the Carnival Fascination getting ready for a great vacation. Scott, enjoy the festivities, man. Good talking to you, as always. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. We're hanging out at the Jacksonville Cruise Terminal with Nancy Rubin, Senior Director of Communication for the Jacksonville Port Authority. Or is it Jacksport? What do you call it, Nancy? Well, I call it Jacksport. Okay. Uh, that's, a, that's a great brand for us. It, uh, you know, Jacks here there in Jacksonville. Go. We call, call ourselves Jacks all over the place. I like Jacksport. Um, right. Clearly, the Port Authority is it's part of the government, you know, part of the, the local scene sure. here. People so, understand that, too. So, uh, 10 years in the cruise industry, a big milestone for Jacksonville. Yeah, who knew? You know, 10 years ago when uh, suddenly we were approached, would you like to have our cruise ship come and visit you and potentially, you know, do regular cruising from there? And the folks here said, yeah, that'd be a really great business to get into. So uh, you've got six months to put up some kind of terminal to accommodate customs and baggage and sure. provisioning and a ship and go to it. So look how far we've come in, in 10 years. A lot of highlights and uh, nearly 1.5 million passengers coming through to visit us. So. Wow, and that's a big effect on the local economy. Do you know uh, how big is the effect? Well, we have um, a ripple effect throughout uh, the region, actually, because if you're thinking about people visiting the area, uh, stopping along the way, and you know, coming from every state in the union, basically, to get on a cruise ship in Jacksonville, far and wide. Not only that, you know, uh, coming in here this morning, I I got to see the uh, folks checking the ticketed passengers in the baggage handlers who are part of the International Longshoremen's Association, the porters, the taxi, limousine, chauffeurs. I passed by the Holiday Inn Express that's so nearby, yeah. and all of those folks get to work and earn their livelihoods through the port. We celebrated our millionth passenger, was it 2011? Yeah, wow. So how many passengers sell out of here annually? 
It's about 200,000 wow. each year. Yep. It's been 10 years, just one ship. Uh, any kind of plans for maybe another one? Well, I, you know, always, always talking, always investigating. But here's what I really would like your listeners to know. Okay. And that is, yeah, you can say we have one home ported ship, but we have scores of ports of call visits mm -hmm. by other cruise lines, other cruise passengers who come and visit North Florida, see our beaches, play on our golf courses, shop in our stores, and um, basically add to Cruise Jacksonville and, and the fabulous 10 years that we've had. There you have it. Senior Director of Communication for the Jacksonville Port Authority or Jacksport. Jacksport. Jacksport, fine. Thanks, Doug, so much. Always a pleasure. Cruise Radio News. Now trending at cruiseradio.net. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. We always enjoy hearing about your cruise reviews, so if you have one you'd like to share, just email comments at cruiseradio.net. Our guest today recently returned from Royal Caribbean's Brilliance of the Seas on a seven-night Caribbean sailing from the Family Travel Network, Nancy Shredder. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Doug. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. So the Brilliance of the Seas recently had a $30 million renovation or overhaul, whatever you want to call it. So uh, what were your first impressions? Well, you know, I, I love this ship. The Royal Caribbean's Brilliance of the Seas, it's not a humongous ship. And for me, that was great. At just over 2,100 passengers, it's a really nice ship for first-time cruisers, or anybody who might usually have trouble getting their way around the ship. It's really easy to navigate. And with that $30 million dry dock overhaul, it's been renovated in a number of ways. They really beautifully transformed the Centrum area. So there's, there's a really cool Cirque du Soleil-type aerial performance there during the cruise, and it's lit up with different colors at night. So it, it's a nice place to gather, um, you know, either before or after dinner. And as a result of the renovation, all of the ship's public areas look really fresh and modern. I really liked it. And Royal Caribbean ships do have a lot of public areas, so let's kind of touch on a few of those. Oh, perfect. 
Well, as I was saying, that five-story centrum area is great. There's a, a really cool 60s-inspired R-bar there. And on our cruise, there was a lot of live entertainment going on throughout the day and at night as well. So people tended to gather down there in that centrum area. And then there are, like, sitting areas um, on each deck as you go up. So, you know, people were just sort of hanging out all over the place. The ship really looks new inside and out. One of my favorite places on the Brilliance of the Sea is definitely the glass-enclosed solarium. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It has this kind of Maharaja India feel with these big stone elephants and a huge whirlpool under a pillar dome and padded lounge chairs. And the fact that it's adults only also makes it a really peaceful sure. place to relax and, and you know just sort of escape during the day. Um, and on pools, the main pool area is really nice, too. They added this huge outdoor LED movie screen on the pool deck for movies and entertainment under the stars, and that came in really handy to sort of set the mood at late-night parties, too. The other thing I really liked is Royal Caribbean added these really cool interactive screen systems throughout the ship. So not only do they help you find your way around, but they also show you what's going on right now. And for me, that came in handy at a number of times during the cruise because when you have those little pockets of unplanned available time, mm-hmm. you know, at night or any time during the day, you can sort of hit it and it tells you what's going on in different areas and you can really get there. Are those like the uh, big iPads? Yeah, it's this huge sort of screen and it says, you know, sort of here's where you are and then here's what's going on now and then you hit that and it shows you, you know, here sort of scrolling, here's what's happening and, you know, stuff like that. Back to the solarium, is the pool heated in there? Uh, it was, at least when I was in there, it seemed heated. So nice. either it was just hot or it's heated, but it seemed great. The whirlpool was really nice, you know, and especially on, on cloudy days, um, you know, in the fall or even in the winter, sometimes in, in the Caribbean there are these, you know, foggy, or not foggy, but rainy days sure. that, you know, just aren't great. That was a really nice place to hang out. So you made it through the public areas and went up to your stateroom. What kind of room did you have, and, and uh, what were your impressions of it? Well, I had a balcony stateroom on the 10th floor, and I was really impressed with the stateroom, particularly with the storage space. And, you know, being a woman, you bring, you know, all this stuff, and, right. and, and you know, being somebody who often brings family members, I honestly thought that the storage space in the stateroom was the best design I've ever seen, particularly for people where you have multiple people in the cabins. There was tons and tons of storage space, um, and I liked that. It had a large sleep sofa area with a sitting area, and that was really nice. I also like the little mini fridge in the room, but it's important to remind if kids, if you're bringing them, that you pay for the sodas that are there. Yeah. Um, the veranda was the usual size. They had really comfortable mesh furniture there, and that was good. And as far as other stateroom options, there's a nice family stateroom option that has a regular outside cabin and a little sitting room, and then a really small second room with two bunks for the kids. And then, you know, for those people who really need space to spread out, there's, you know, royal family suites with two large bedrooms, junior suites, and some really large suites as well. The royal suite on this ship even has a baby grand piano in it, which was pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Very cool. 
As part of the dry dock, Royal Caribbean also improved the wireless Internet access throughout the Brilliance of the Seas, and they added flat panel televisions in all of the staterooms, which makes them a lot more modern-looking, too. Were they interactive, the TVs, or no? Yeah, yeah. So you could, you could uh, it was interactive, so you could actually book tours on there or, you know, check your, your bill to see what was going on with that, which sometimes is pretty important. Yeah, that was a nice feature. In a sobering reality, too, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's talk about my favorite thing on Royal Caribbean, and that is the food. There's plenty of it. So uh, go ahead and touch on the dining area and the uh, the options you had. Well, yeah, as part of the recent renovation, Royal Caribbean actually doubled the number of dining options on the Brilliance of the Seas. So in addition to the regular main dining room, the ship has the Chops Grill, Giovanni's Table, the Italian Trattoria, Izumi for Asian cuisine. Um, They also feature the small ship multi-course chef's table option. Um, There's a Rita's Cantina for Mexican food on the ship, but you have to remember that comes as an additional charge. I wasn't totally expecting that. Um, And then there's... uh, really great casual and fresh and free food at the Park Cafe, which is actually right inside the solarium. It's a really good place and one to find early on in the cruise. Um, There's also the Windjammer Cafe buffet area and an English pub. And for me, I ate in the main minstrel dining room most of the nights using Royal Caribbean's flexible My Time dining program. And this ship's main dining room is really stunningly beautiful. It's this two-story grand dining room with these twin staircases coming down between the two floors. It's really pretty. Uh, in terms of the food in the main dining room, I had salmon, lobster, prime rib. They were all excellent. Nice. And quite honestly, I was surprised by their key lime pie. You know, I've had key lime pie on cruise ships, and a lot of times it's awful, but this one was actually really good. So you're a key lime pie snob? Yeah, I am. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Well, you're a, uh, well, since your specialty is family travel, go ahead and tell us about the kids' areas and the family options. Okay, great. Um, you know, it's, it, families have a lot of options on Royal Caribbean's Brilliance of Seas. During the dry dock, Royal Caribbean added their signature Royal Babies and Tots nursery to the Brilliance of the Seas, and that's a very welcome option for anybody with kids as young as six months of age and older. Um, the nursery cares for those kids but it is at an additional charge. Um, But parents should be aware that Royal Caribbean also offers their Sitters at Sea babysitting program, either on a group basis or in parent staterooms. Children must be at least a year old, Mm -hmm. and, of course, there's a fee for that service. Um, But Royal Caribbean's best known for its excellent free Adventure Ocean Youth Program. It's available on all their their ships for kids ages 3 to 17. Um, The kids are split up by age group, and they have a wide variety of daily activities. I think the brilliance of the seas is really well-suited for families. It has a very well-equipped adventure ocean room for the kids. There's a cool teen lounge and disco area where the teenagers and tweens can hang out. There's an adventure beach kids' pool with a water slide, a mini golf course, an arcade, and there's even a rock climbing wall on the ship. Very cool, and we're almost out of time, Nancy, but let's hit on the ports of call really quick. That's great. Um, This ship does four- and five-night sailings, and they go to uh, either just Cozumel or Cozumel and Grand Cayman. Mm -hmm. And both of those are really popular ports, particularly with water sports lovers, shoppers, and beach fanatics. There's 
always tons to do. Anybody who really loves, you know, snorkeling um, on Grand Cayman, swimming with the stingrays, diving, will have a great time there. And in Cozumel, on our cruise, a lot of people did water sports, but they also headed over to the mainland to go to Tulum or even to go to the Eshkoret and explore adventure parks on the mainland. Nancy Schredder from the Family Travel Network. If I don't speak with you, happy holidays, and thank you, as always, for being here on Cruise Radio. Thanks so much, Doug, and have a happy holiday season. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of Cruise Radio. Don't forget, we have a Cruise Radio Live app found both in the iTunes and Android market, so download that. And uh, if you like the show, feel free to go to cruiseradio.net slash iTunes and give us a review. From the tripinsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is recorded weekly at the tripinsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Download the Cruise Radio app. Hear Cruise Radio on TuneIn Radio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, cruiseaddicts.com, and on our website at cruiseradio.net. For advertising opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.